Hello, welcome to Concordia Journal Currents. My name is Jeff Cloa. I am professor of exegetical theology and provost here at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. And with me today is one of our new faculty members, Dr. Mark Seifried, who is professor of exegetical theology. Welcome, Mark. Thanks, Jeff. Mark, you're brand new to our faculty and, and unknown to many of the people who would be watching this video. Uh, and kind of ironically, we're sitting here today on October 29th, uh, two days before the anniversary of the Reformation. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what kind of conversation partner Martin Luther has been for you the last 10 years or so? Um, I rediscovered Luther when I was working on um, current issues on the doctrine of justification. And it was really reading Luther and modern interpreters of Luther that brought me back to Lutheranism. So I have great affection for Luther. I'm a Lutheran because of Luther. Hmm. Funny um, how that works. Yes. <laughs> right. But discovering afresh his doctrine of justification, the distinction between law and gospel, the primacy of promise as God's effective word that then spills over into the sacraments is what really brought me back. Hmm. Hmm. And you discovered Luther in Germany, right? Yeah, I was in actually sense? reworking, I see you have the, the volume there, okay. I was working on uh, the justification article and I discovered um, that Luther was distinct in his views, he understands that God's word creates us anew, it's an effective word even in justification mm -hmm. and that was sort of the doorway for me. For you, good. Well, your area of teaching and research and writing is in the Pauline epistles, right? Um, tell us a little bit about what you've uh, written, published. I mean, I've got a couple books here, but what's, what are kind of some of your favorite uh, pieces of work? Well, as I've already uh, indicated, the first thing that I did as a graduate student was write on Paul and justification in the face mm -hmm. of current questions, the new perspective in particular, and um, I've always wanted to come to Jesus, and <laughs> I have taught the Gospels, but um, I've spent most of my time working on Paul, on justification, on related questions of um, the storyline of Scripture, of um, meta-narrative and how it relates to how we interpret Scripture, mm -hmm. um, and then, as you know, the Second Corinthians commentary right. has occupied me for some time. For some so. time, right. Uh, so, just so our listeners are aware, Mark uh, taught a uh, PhD course for us a couple years back on 2 Corinthians, and uh, at the time was working on a commentary on 2 Corinthians, which has appeared now in the Pillar series from uh, Erdman's. Nice commentary there. Uh, this quarter you are teaching Galatians, correct? I'm, I'm teaching Galatians. I'm actually working on a commentary on Galatians, right. and then I'm doing the Greek reading course, the, Greek the, the second. Yeah. yeah, and next quarter you'll be teaching Paul and Paul. Epistles. Paul and yeah. Acts. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. Uh, so before you came to Concordia Seminary, you taught at Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, and uh, how long were you there? I was at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary for 23 years. 23 years. Um, that was the period in which I was rethinking issues uh, regarding Lutheran doctrine, and it was that rethinking that brought me here. Mm -hmm. I mentioned to you earlier that um, I've got several essays that were actually published in the Southern Baptist Journal of Theology that are really fully Lutheran. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they're biblical, right? They That's are fully think. biblical <laughs> and therefore Lutheran. Right. Um, and uh, that journal gave me permission to bring them over to the 
uh, archive here or the um, uh, well, repository. The, yeah, archive, it, which is being released in two days, so we can't talk about oh, that. Okay, yet. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll be on, but online, they will be so. available somewhere on the Concordia Seminary website in good. the near future. Excellent. So. Excellent. Good, good. And um, uh, you grew up in the Missouri Synod, right, as a youth and, and then off to college and uh, other things, but it was. It was reading Luther and, and Paul that really uh, triggered something for you. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, um, I had a lot to think through. I had been, as I think is true for many mm, Lutheran young people now, they're exposed to evangelical Christianity. It came to me in a particular way, and it took mm -hmm. me a while to work things through. Mm -hmm. I was probably ready to come here sooner than I was called, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it, I did have to work it through again. Mm -hmm. Good, good. And uh, uh, you are already scheduled to do some pastor's conferences, correct? That's uh, right. In the spring, I'm doing one in the Northwest um, uh, on the Word of the Cross and the Ministry of the Word. And I'll be doing that in another location later on in the spring. Excellent. And uh, as I mentioned, I'm working on Galatians as yeah. well. So all yeah. the new perspective stuff comes into right. view there. So and those, those are based on Second Corinthians, correct? The, the uh, Word of the Cross and the Ministry of the Word is, yes, that's Second Corinthians, yeah. First and Second Corinthians, yeah. Corinthian correspondence, right. and then I'm working on Galatians, so I'm... Well, that letter of Second Corinthians is not one that's, you know, it's not a core writing, you know, uh, Lutherans don't refer to that very often, you know, Romans, yeah, Galatians. Right. I mean, what, uh, what do you see as a contribution that letter, that, that letter can make uh, to our mission ministry today? Oh, that's a very good question, um, in more than one way. You're right that it's insofar as Paul's letters are ever neglected, this is probably one of the right. least read letters of Paul. Uh, it's overshadowed by Romans and Galatians, in another way by 1 Corinthians, which is so practical. Mm -hmm. But um, I would argue that the issues that lie behind 1 Corinthians, the problems that emerge there, have a deeper problem. It's the question of the nature of apostolic authority, or more precisely, mm -hmm. the marks of an apostle. The Corinthians expect that the marks of the apostle will be displays of Christ's power, and in a right. sense, that's right, but not in the, not sense, in the sense that they, they think, exactly. right. <laughs> think about it. So it has to do with God's overturning of all the ways that we think about ministry and power and how Christ's work is manifest in the world. The basic theme, of course, we know from 2 Corinthians 12 is that Christ's right. power is manifest that's in right. weakness. Right which is good news for us. Good news, yeah, especially for the Missouri Center, right? <laughs> and not only. <laughs> and not only, right, right. Well, excellent. Uh, uh, very pleased to have you here uh, uh, working with our faculty, teaching our students, bringing uh, God's Word to us, and uh, blessings on your teaching here at Concordia Seminary. Thanks Welcome. very much, Jeff. Thanks. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Concordia Journal Currents.